Hallelujah. Oh, let's love the Lord. Glory to God. Let's lift our hands and worship God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's love the Lord. Let's thank Him for His Word, for His will. Oh, let's love Him. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let's love the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your touch. Thank you for your touch. Thank you for your touch. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I want to say thank you for responding to the Word of the Lord last night. Thank you for responding to the Word of the Lord this morning. And Brother White said it well when he said, you know, last night we talked about joy, 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 joy. And then he come along and he said that uh, he is going to give us some of that tire fixer. And I told Brother Johnson some of that we used to call never leak that we put in our radiators when they leak. And this kind of preaching that you just heard will seal the deal. It'll stop the leak. It'll put the joy in. Praise God. Jesus has a table spread where the saints of God are fed. And uh, in the 23rd Psalm where it said that he prepared a table before us, that means, that word table there means a very wide variety. God has a variety. And uh, I, I appreciated so very much that good word of the Lord. And uh, I thank God that I got to be here last night and this morning and tonight. But I got to go home in the morning uh, because Brother Young, one of our branch works, is having an anniversary service. But you got Brother Godair and others coming. My, 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 how good it would be to stay here and hear all this good word of the Lord. It really would. I want to thank Brother and Sister uh, Johnson for their hospitality in this church, your apostolic hospitality. God bless you. You folks have got a good thing going here. And uh, you need to get into it with all of your heart. And you need to get behind this man of God as you go into this building program. Uh, you need God. God needs you for this special time and it's time for this church to rise up and to build and God is going to work some miracles for you let me say this to you brother Johnson I, I know how you feel going into this building program and the money the cost and only God knows where it will end and whatever and so forth and so on but let me tell you something in your mind you're trying to build it in a day. And you're trying to get it all together in a day. But let me tell you something. You take it one day at a time. And as you need miracles, they will happen along the way. Praise God. But we, being human beings, we want to see it all right now. But I'm telling Brother Johnson in this church, as you need miracles, 
God is going to perform them along the way. There was no need for God to roll back the Red Sea until Moses got there. You're not there yet, but when you get there, God's got a miracle. Praise God. That is a word from the Lord. Praise. Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Good to see these other uh, ministers come in. God bless you. Good to see Brother Ron Garrett from our church. Praise God. Glory to God. That's right. You see, Glendale is a branch work of Fresno. We count that in our Sunday school. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Praise God. You may be seated. The reason I'm letting you be seated is because I don't have a text to read. And some of you are saying, oh, how good. And pretty soon you're going to be saying, oh, how long. Praise God. Glory to God. I don't have a text. But I do have something uh, in uh, my heart. And uh, this is a total opposite of the way that Brother White went. But I'm not a bit nervous. It will work. Praise God. And like, like the book teaches us, we need a very wide variety. You, you, what you just heard, that is so meaty and so needy. Praise God. That's right. Uh, my uh, message starts right now. The reason I said that is because I don't have a text to read. And you won't know when I start. <laughs> so I have started. In the city that I live in, Fresno, California, and I have been there 26 years. My, my, how time has flown. And uh, it was something how I went to that city. I didn't have a vision, a dream, a burden, or a preconceived idea or feeling that I was going to Fresno. You know, some people, they have a, a burden or a dream or a vision God deals with me. God didn't deal with me. God didn't tell me. He, he really didn't. I just went there in in October of 1972 and and started a revival. And Brother Lane had been there for 19 and a half years, and there was no problem. And and he didn't have to leave. And. He'd been there 19 and a half years. I went there and started a revival. I didn't have a dream, a vision, a burden, or an idea. And while I was there, another church called for him, and he felt it to be the will of God, and he went there, and I stayed in Fresno. I ain't never closed that revival. Never closed it. And, you, and what some folks don't know, they never did vote me in for pastor. I'm still just full-time evangelist. No, no, I'm kidding. They did. 
Praise God. But that's the way. That was quick and that was easy and that was simple. I wish all of life was that quick, that easy, and that simple. But I'm here to tell you it's not. And I'm going to tell you why it was that quick, that easy, and that simple that time is because I had begged God every major decision. Now, I'm preaching. <laughs> every major decision that I had made up to that time in life nearly had been a major deal. And so I thought, God, I don't want no more major deal. And I said, God, for five years I prayed, God, the next time a major deal comes, just let it be. Please, God, please, God. The Bible says you have not because you have not. Now, I don't know how it'll be next time, but God granted that request. Now, just because He done it for me doesn't mean He's going to do it for me again. Just because He done it for me doesn't mean He's going to do it for you. But I sure appreciate that time. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, yeah. But uh, in the city where I pastor, there is a man. And his name is Howard Avery. He's not saved. He is just a few months older than me. In fact, he's just turned 60, and I'm 59. Uh, I have known this man for 20-something years. He is a black man, and I really like him. I really enjoy uh, talking to him. In fact, I've got three friends in that city. Two of them are black men, and they're not saved. But uh, uh, I really enjoy listening to them talk I got one friend uh, he is uh, his name's James he's pushing 70 years old and he's a black man and he is so interested I said James you need to get you a talk show and just talk in fact I just talked to him the other day I, I, I said James I want you to come to our school and I want you to just talk to the kids now, I realize he's a sinner man, don't get to have the Holy Ghost, but he's coming to our school, and he was a prisoner of war for three and a half years in Korea, and he's got interesting things to tell. The other day I was talking to him, he just, he, you know, he just gets me out of the, the world that I'm in a lot of the time, and, and uh, I need to get out of it sometimes. <laughs> and, and the other day he's talking, you know, I told him one day, I said, I said, James, if you ever die, you let me know. I want to come to your funeral. He said, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and so the other day he said, you know, he said, there's folks always looking for the end of the rainbow. He said, they're always looking for the end of the rainbow. He said, they think there's a pot of gold at the, at the, at the, at the end of that rainbow. But he said, you know, you know, he said, I know what's at the end of the rainbow. He said, it's Belmont Cemetery. He said, all these folks out here think they're going to be a part of the gold. He said, it's Belmont. He said, one of these days I'm going to die and they're going to dig a hole and put me in Belmont Cemetery and they're going to mound some dirt up over me and said, one day it's going to rain and said, that dirt's going to sink and that's all I'm going to leave in life. That's about the way life is. Thank God we got the Holy Ghost baptizing. That's all that's going to really count. 
But 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 Howard, one day I was talking to Howard Avery, and Howard Avery owns a car wash. It's a it's a it's a hand car wash. Hand car wash. And I I I it doesn't bother me to say it's probably the best car wash in America. I'm telling you. It's a hand. I mean everything by hand. And he has uh, a tremendous uh, business. And uh, uh, our church has an account that we take our vans and stuff. They won't even write it down. They won't even charge us nothing. I have to go get the book and write it in the book. If I don't put it in the book, they won't charge us. And some of you would say, boy, I wouldn't put it in the book. No, I ain't going to take advantage of that man. I'm trying to win him to God. That's right. But he still won't charge me as much as he charges everybody else. So anyway, anyway, here a while back, I was talking to Howard and uh, he said uh, now uh, oh, a couple of years ago so he turned the business over to his son Gary his son Gary's 37 years old and, and he's really a good guy and he's a hard worker he really is and he turned the business over but I noticed in these last couple of years the business has not grown like it used to and uh, uh, it's the same custom and so forth and so on and so the other day I was talking to Howard and Howard said you know Brother Morton he said, I want you to talk to Gary. He said, he said, you know, I, I saw you when you come to this town 20-something years ago. And he said, you took that church down there and said, now y'all got a church in Clovis and a church in Belmont and a church in Westside and now a church out by highway. And he said, it's grown. And he said, I turned this church over, this church. <laughs> That's the cussedest church I ever heard. But anyway, he said, I, I church, he said, I turned this car wash over to Gary. And he said, it ain't growing. And uh, he said, now let me tell you something. And he got to going. You think he's known it to preach, but he ain't. I'll tell you one reason he liked me, because he got in trouble one time, and I wrote the judge, and the judge didn't put him in jail. And uh, that's why he washes my cars for nothing if it needs to be nothing. And uh, in fact, when I met him, he was he was he was living with a woman and he wouldn't marry to her. And after he met me, he got under such conviction he married her. But I wouldn't marry him. But I ain't got time to explain that. But uh, there's more to that story too. But he said, Brother Morton. He said, I want you to talk to Gary. He said, you know, in life, he said, in life, Brother Morton, he said, you are one of three things. He said, you're either a climber, a camper, or a quitter. And he said, you know, I turned this car wash over to Gary. And said, I'm going to tell you about Gary. Said, Gary is not a climber. And he said, Gary is not a quitter. And I thought, boy, he's right. And he said, but Gary is a camper. I turned this over to him a couple of years ago. And he hadn't climbed. And he hadn't quit. Because he's a hard worker. Look at him out there. But he said he is a camper. 
He has just sat here and camped here. And we got the same customers coming like you. You've been coming 20 something years. He said, look at all these old folks that's coming. Said, yeah. He said, we need some young folks. We need another generation coming on. He said, Brother Morton in life, either you're a climber, a camper, or a quitter. And he said, Carrie is a camper, and I want you to talk to him about climbing instead of just camping, because we know he's not a quitter. And so that's what I want to talk to us today about. You've got to make up your mind today if you're going to be a climber, a camper, or a quitter. Let's raise our hands and worship God. Oh, let's love the Lord. Glory to God. 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 Itabo shataka tabahasai. Itakababahasai. And I went away from there. And I got to thinking about that. And I got to thinking about that. And I got to thinking about that. And when I come over here, I'm thinking about that, see? And I'm going to tell you something. That spirit has got to get on us if we're going to make it. we got to make up our mind. I'm telling you, I'm charging you right now. I'm calling your attention to the fact that you're going to be one of three things in life. You're going to be a climber, or you're going to be a camper, or you're going to be a quitter. Now make up your mind this morning. It's just like my daddy used to talk to me. He'd say, boy, you better get your mind made up. That's right. He didn't give me an, uh, a second chance. He didn't give me another, well, you go think about it and, and come back and tell. No, he'd say, you make up your mind right now if you're going to mind or not. I made up my mind. I'm going to mind right now. I'm telling you, God wants you to make your mind up. I'm telling you. The reason that you're just stumbling around and you're in and out and you're up and down. The reason that you sing in the choir while and then you quit. And you'll get on the bus ministry and quit. Or you'll teach Sunday school and you'll quit. Because you ain't made your mind up. The reason you, you ain't got no joy and the reason you're not really happy with yourself is you ain't made your mind up. Glory. Yeah. You got to get a, have a made up mind. A climber is one. The dictionary just simply says one who climbs. Yeah, one who climbs. Then it goes on to say or helps others in climbing. And you know I found out folks as climbers they help others climb. Yeah, they help others climb. Uh, and then, and then a camper. Uh, they don't climb and they don't quit. There's, they make no progress. They don't climb. They don't quit. They just camp. And a quitter is one that quits. Well, that's profound, huh? One that gives up easily, the dictionary says. They are a defeatist. Everybody's got a spirit. Everybody's got an attitude. Everybody's got a philosophy. Now some folks, uh, I'm going to tell, tell you why some churches don't go. It's be, because I believe 
of a preacher's philosophy. Now, I've had this message on my mind a long time. Uh, I mean, this word, this about this. I'm getting it together. It's, I've been working on this. So one of these days somewhere I'm going to preach on. Uh, boy, if I tell it here, these guys will preach it. I ain't telling it. That's the end of that. Just, I just about messed up right there. I'm telling you, Ron Garrett, Philip White, and Brother Godard preach it all over. No, 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 just, yeah, just hold down. In fact, I can't wait to get home and preach what Brother Phil White preached this morning. <laughs> so we'll just skip that. I like that song that says, Get your mind on Jesus. We're going to have a good time. Hey, get your mind off us. Lunch. You better get your mind on supper because I'm going to preach to the cows come home. Praise God. <laughs> get your mind off lunch. Get your mind on Jesus. Glory to God, boy. But when I, I hate to get right in the middle of preaching and get to thinking about turnip greens and cornbread. It makes me want to quit early. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But right now, I got my mind on climbing. I ain't got my mind on camping. I ain't got my mind on quitting. It's climbing. Oh, yeah. You know, we don't live far from Yosemite National Park. And just in, in, in an hour, you can be there. And a little over an hour, you can be down in Yosemite Valley. You go down Yosemite Valley, and you look up the side of them gigantic rocks and mountains. Half Dome, all that, whatever. Glacier Point. And boy, sometimes you go there, and it's unbelievable. You can sit down there. It's best to take some some of them, what do you call them, binoculars. And there's folks, you can't believe it. I'm talking about a wall just like this that's nothing but rock. But it goes up hundreds and hundreds of, and they climb right straight up that thing. Now, brother, that's a climber. Mm -hmm. They sleep up there. They sleep up there. They do. You can watch them and, and they'll hang up there on the side of that thing and fix their hammock and, and sleep up there and then start climbing on the next day. Yeah, it, it's really something. They climb it. And, and uh, we have our youth camp. Brethren in our uh, area right there, we have a youth camp for years. In fact, I think this is our 20th year we, at a place called Donkey Rock. Well, that's not the real name, but uh, that's, that's a Christian name. Go learn what that means. And the reason they call it Donkey Rock, and uh, the reason they call Donkey Donkey Rock is because it's a great big mountain, great big rock. Years ago, the miners used to come up there and mine for gold, and they would turn their animals loose, uh, their donkeys loose, uh, when they got there and they'd all graze in that pasture and, and so forth and so on. And then when winter started coming in, they'd go back and they'd find all of their donkeys there at the foot of that rock. So they got to call it Donkey Rock. 
Well, that's the Christian version for it. It's sort of jack rock, but anyway, just jack rock. And uh, brother, brother Garrett, have you ever been up to Donkey Rock? See, we started going up there after he left. We got rid of the donkey, and I mean, uh, no, <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I'm telling you, it's man land. I, I'm telling you, it's something else. You, you talk about experiences and people getting the Holy Ghost, and and and. Uh, in fact, my assistant pastor, his wife got the Holy Ghost there, his son got the Holy Ghost there, and his other son got the Holy Ghost. All his campers when they kids. And 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 it's 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 something I I I won't go off preaching. I'm telling you what, that's on my calendar. That's part of my my the bears come right into our camp. I could tell you stories that you wouldn't believe. But there's Donkey Rock, and 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 at age fifty. I climbed Donkey Rock. And, uh, boy, it's a climb. I stood right on the top. Wishing there's a helicopter. Well, anyway, I stood right on, I mean, it's, it's a deal. They've asked me, why haven't you climbed it since? I said, oh, I've been there, done that. <laughs> but I, I really do have it in my mind at age 70, I'll probably do it again. Yeah, I may go up there and stay too. But 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 you know, been there, done that. And uh I want to say something right here, right now. You will never everybody say never. You will never everybody say never. Are you getting the point? You will never get out of that hole that you're in if you don't learn to climb. You say, I ain't in no hole. Well, you're going to get in one. You say, don't be so negative. No, that ain't negative. That's I'm telling you there's some holes in life. I'm telling you there's some dark spots in life. I'm telling you there's going to be some places to climb. It ain't all downhill. There's going to be some climbing. And you've got to make up your mind. Are you going to be a climber, a camper, or a quitter? The Bible said that we are to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Some folks are not growing. They just come in and get the Holy Ghost and camp out right there. They're not known as a climber. They're not known as a quitter. They just camp out. I don't want to be just a camper. And I sure don't want to be a quitter. But I want to be a climber. You won't get out by camping or quitting. You've got to climb. There's been some places I'd still be there if I hadn't climbed out. In fact, this morning when I was writing some notes down, I thought, I remember when I was 27 years old, brother, I was at the bottom of a deep, dark uh, hole, and I'd still be there today if I hadn't made up my mind by the grace of God. You hear what I said? By the grace of God, by the, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. But when I was, I made up my mind, I got to get out of this place. I got to get out. And I be, you see my knees, uh, my skin knees, uh, you know how I got them? I got them by climbing out of a dark hole. I am telling you that the place that you're in right now, you're not going to get out if you don't worship your way out and pray your way out and fast your way out and think your way out and crawl your way out and claw your way out. 
Glory to God. Now you may not need you may not need this message today, but you better get a tape because there's gonna be a day when you're gonna need to hear this song again. Yeah, you're gonna wake up someone and say, Mmm, this must be what the, the preacher was talking about. Life can be like the six-year-old boy that quit school. Six years old quit school. That's what some of these boys want to do. He went to get on the bus, but in a few moments, he came back. His mother said, Jason, why are you back home? The bus just went by. You were supposed to catch the bus. He said, Mama, I quit. That sounded like Brother Johnson when he's six years old. Mama. He said, I quit. And she said, why? He said, because I got to thinking about school. He said, it's too long, it's too hard, and it's too boring. And his mother said to him, Jason, you have just described what life is all about. It's too long, it's too hard, and it's too boring. He, she said, now, now go get on the bus. And that's the way life is going to be for some folks. It's too long, it's too hard, it's too boring. If we don't learn to climb. You know, you ever heard that song, Brother uh, Jared, up in, 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 in Canada saying, Get on a bus. You ought to hear that. That's another one of Babylonian bookstore deals. Get on the bus. Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you, if you don't learn to climb, that's why life is so boring to some of you. You haven't learned to climb. I mean, when you begin to climb out, it gets exciting. Don't look back. Life is like a grindstone. It'll grind you down or polish you up. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, this all happened to me in one day. In one day. One day. All in one day. In fact, uh, I call it the three T's. I have never, I had never had a toothache in my life. Just like Brother John. Brother John's got a toothache. He won't let me pull it. I remember my grand where I got the tooth pulled. My grandpa, my grandpa, my grandpa. He had a tooth one day that needed to be pulled. It wouldn't loose, brother. And I remember my daddy getting a plow. And I remember my grandpa sitting down in the chair. Now let me explain this. Grandpa wasn't a Christian. So grandpa, before he throwed his head back, he did take a nip of some of that stuff, that fire water. He threw his head back. My daddy got right over him. This is a true story. And he got a hold of that tooth of them flowers. And I was standing there in the doorway looking when he pulled. He pulled it. And it, when he pulled it out, there was a suction. When he pulled it out, it went. You could hear it. Grandpa just went and got another drink. Kept on climbing. Every once in a while, you're going to have to throw your head back and get your tooth pulled in life. So come on, right now. We're going to... <laughs>
Man, I ain't looked in the horse's mouth in a long time. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Don't tell me Pentecost ain't fun. But in one day, let me tell you what happened. I had a toothache. I went to the dentist and I said, uh, he said, this got to be fixed. And, and, and he said, but we got to get it better before we can fix it. I said, well, I got to go to San Diego. I got to be in church down there uh, Friday. He said, you can't go to San Diego. I said, I got to go. I got to keep an appointment. I, uh, I got to go down to Brother Bertram's. He said, no. Man, he said, is somebody going with you? I said, yeah. He said, well, okay. But he said, I am telling you this. He said, preacher, when you go over the grapevine, your tooth can explode. Did you, did you hear what I said? And I well, okay. But I'm going to tell you what he didn't know. He found out, though. Before I ever got there, that tooth exploded. Oh, I never got there. Oh, oh, my tooth was, but my tooth. Okay, that same day. Oh, a lot can happen in a day. Yeah, that same day, I called it the three T's. I thought, well, my tooth's hurting, but i got to get my pickup washed. You know, and so I, I, I didn't have enough sense. Why didn't I just go home and go to bed? But things got to be done. And so I was on my way to the car wash, and I got there, and they was washing my pickup, and they come over, and they said, Brother Morton, you got a flat tire. Oh, no. Oh, no. My tooth, now my tire. And I said, well, I got some of that flat-fixing stuff put in there. They put that flat-fixing stuff in there, and it just squirted out. And I said, well, down here where I get my tires at Firestone, I said, I'll just drive down there. I didn't care if they flipped and flopped all the way. And I drove on down there, and I said, get, i, I got to have a new tire. And I got 17-inch uh, rims on that pickup, and so I had to get a $150 tire. Oh, so they got the tire fixed, so now I'm on my way home. I thought, well, yeah, it was just like I'm doing. I said, i got to get, I got to get some gas, and so I pulled into the gas station. Just, you know, getting gas at the station ain't wrong. And I just pulled in there and got the gas and got in my pickup, pulled around. I was right in my right, everything going just right. Got this new pickup. And, and a woman, she's sitting here. A woman. A woman. She's sitting here. And she done got her gas. And about the time I was going around this way, in my right, for I was right. I'm always right. I mean, and she fired up and she didn't look over her shoulder to see me coming. And she just, right inside, crash! My tooth my tire and my truck I'm telling you the truth I got out and she got out I, I'm, I'm not she just go oh 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 you, you, you ran into me I said no ma'am you ran into me oh no 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 you, you got too close to me that's why I ran into you and she said I'm just about to have a breakdown she said I'm not used to this I'm just I'm just she was just doing like this I said and another guy come over there and we was trying to calm down everything's gonna be all right you're not hurt I'm not hurt you got injured yeah oh I got injured this thing will be oh no 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 I can't I, I can't I, I'm just not used to this I started to say to her lady I'm used to this I do this for a living I run into people every day there ain't nothing to it Besides that, I just blowed a tire and my tooth hurts and a woman run into me. I, I was about to cry.
Well, there's three things that you want to watch out for in life, boys. And that's electricity. Electricity will hurt you. Snakes, watch out for them. They'll bite you. And there ain't nothing like a mean woman. And you boys ain't listening. Well, anyway. You know what? After, But you know how I got out of that? I climbed out. Yeah. Only one way out. If you're going to make progress in life, you've got to climb. You've got to climb out. It reminds me of a little story that I happen to have with me. And I'll read it to you because it, it goes better when I read it. Life is like a kid trying to watch a circus parade through a knothole in a fence. You ever looked through a knothole in a fence? And said, uh, you know, this little boy, his, his, his mama wouldn't let him go to the circus parade. And he won't go to the circus parade. Because he's bringing in the elephants and the lions and the monkeys and the, and the baboons and the goons and all whatever it is. And, and he won't go. She said he couldn't go. But he happened to think, boy, that street goes right down the back of my house. She won't let me look over the fence. I, I know where there's a knot hole. I'll peek through that knot hole. And so uh, uh, he got to, uh, when, you, when you look through a knot hole, you can only see what's right in front of you. And he was looking through that knot hole. And then the story goes on. Says, Sometimes we get something fixed in our mind that we really want to see. Are you following me? We get something fixed in our mind that we really want to see. Like maybe this little boy said, the lions, I want to see the lions, I want to see the lions, I want to see the lions. And if we're not careful, we won't enjoy the other acts like the clowns and the monkeys because we're so impatient, we want to see the lions. We're just looking through an hole. You know, instead of enjoying everything else, because I want to see the lions. There's some, I don't see them. I don't see the lions. We got to remember that everything is arranged in a certain order in our life, because all things work together for good to them that love God. They're, set, they're arranged in a certain order for a purpose. Some things can't go uh, right in after the other, like the lions and the monkeys. They can't keep them together. But see, we want to line everything up just like we want it. I want to see the lions. And uh, and some acts are to get us ready for something else in life. But I won't see the lions. We need to have faith that the lions are there and they're coming. In our parade, they're coming. But we, we just can't see them yet. That promise is going to be fulfilled. Whatever it is, uh, that we really want and dream for in life. It will come in its time. In the meantime, let's enjoy what's right in front of us. Ha! There's the monkeys. Oh, there's the elephants. Right now, I don't know if you see the monkey or an elephant or a clown or, or a baboon or a goon, but enjoy it. But you can't enjoy right now. Now, right now, if I'd stop and think, I could ruin this moment. Oh, yes, I could. I could get to thinking about things at home and some things that's piled on my desk and some things that's got to be taken. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to watch the monkeys. I'm going to watch the monkeys. Right now, the monkeys in Colorado Springs going by. 
Brother Johnson, get your mind off that building program. Enjoy the monkeys right now. You got a zoo here, man. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Don't be so full of anxiety and worry that you don't enjoy what's passing by you right now. Remember, each day is a day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Romans 8 and 25 said, But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. I'm just waiting for it. David said, I waited patiently for the Lord. There's a difference in waiting patiently and in just waiting. <laughs> so, you know, we can only see life one day at a time. We, we're, we're looking through a knot hole. It's too bad that we can't, uh, you know, get himself up on the fence and see the whole. No, it, God knows what he's doing. If I could chin myself up on the fence and hang on the fence, and say, this is my... Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't... You know, if I was chinning myself on the fence and looking, I'd have seen that, that tooth, that tire, and that truck wrecked. And I'd say, uh-uh. 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 It'd have got me down, but I couldn't see it. Let's enjoy the moment. Hey, hey, hey! Let's enjoy the journey. <laughs> Hey, are you a climber, a camper, or a quitter? In the book of Job, book of Job, book of Job, in the book of Job, where is the book of Job? Here we are. And don't take time to look it up. Just believe me, it's in there. Job 1 and 1. Job 1 and 1 said there was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. It said that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and issued evil. And then in Job 1 and 6 it said there was a day. In Job 1 and 13 it said there was a day. In Job 2 and 1 it said there was a day. You know just like that day that I had with the tooth, the tire, in the truck there was a day and if you read that you'll find out after every one of those there was a day it wasn't good then Job 1 and 14 said and uh, there came a messenger unto Job when I see people coming sometimes you know I, I think I wonder if they're bare good news or bad news it said there was a messenger that came unto Job and Job uh, 1 and 16 said while he was yet speaking there came another I mean that one brought a bad message and then it said, while he was speaking, it said, there came another. And then in Job 1 and 17, it said, while he was yet speaking, there came another. And sometimes you get up and you say, my, when is this going to quit? Oh, Lord, I hate them kind of days, but that's part of the journey. Job 1 and 18 said, while he was yet speaking, there came also another. Lord, have mercy. You know, I just throw in a little message here uh, I happen to think of. Now, uh, I don't want to offend nobody, but I'm, I'm going to preach this for just a second. It, um, this is good for you pastors to go home and preach, but you've got to be mad when you preach it. You can't preach this and be glad. You can't preach this and be in a good mood. You've got to get in, in a Holy Ghost mad mood. There's a difference between a man being mad 
and in a bad mood and the Holy Ghost being mad and the Holy Ghost don't get in a bad mood. Well, anyway, 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 I got, ooh, one time. It, let me tell you, every church is, it's the same everywhere. You look over here at this one, you look at that and, and you think, oh my, that's great over there and everybody's right over there and you see this choir and you say, hey, it's the same everywhere. Everybody, it don't make no difference with that. They rip their holes, uh, rip their preachers, get runners in their holes, I guess. Lord have mercy. That'll be all over Pentecost. Somebody's going to make a phone call right now. But anyway, anyway, boy, I was upset. I was upset. I was upset. Boom. And this is what I preached one Sunday. The Bible said in Job 1 and 14, it said, The oxen were plowing and the asses were feeding beside them. grass feeding beside while the oxen went I said I want you to make up your mind in this church are you an ox or an ass that's right and every church has got them there's some oxes here but there's some asses here you're a donkey you're a jack you like to come here and worship and talk in tongues and, and just graze off this grass? Why don't you get under this yoke? Help pull this building program. Help pull this. Come on. We got a hill to climb. Hey, we got a hill to climb around here. We got a building to build. Praise God. Yeah. Brother Johnson's down here and waving his hand and I ain't thinking. Yes, you are. If you ain't thinking about that, you got your mind on that tooth. Now, Brother Job, it was bad. It was bad business. Now, Job, we're going to ask you a question. Job, woohoo! Are you going to be a climber, a camper, or a quitter? The Bible said this. Oh, his, his children even got killed. It said, it said, then Job arose, rent his mantle. He began to tear things up. Shaved his head. Boy, he's in bad shape. And fell down upon the ground. Now, he could have fell down upon the ground and just laid there and said, I quit. Or he could have said, I'll just camp here. But he fell down upon the ground, and the Bible said, and worshiped. He was down, he was on the bottom, but he said, I'm getting ready to climb this mountain. Oh, yeah. And the Bible, and this is what he said. He said, naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. He said, the Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all of this, Job sinned not, neither charged God. Foolishly. And then the Bible said, and there was a day. It got worse. He got smoked with boils from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. But the Bible said he holdeth fast his integrity. Finally, he's not just laying on the ground. He is setting in ashes with a broken piece of pottery. And he is scraping his boils from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Yeah. 
and his wife was screaming in his ear. Said, why don't you curse God and die? Does that sound like a screaming woman? Well, I'm going to tell you what's worse than a screaming woman is a grouchy old man. Or a grouchy young man's worse than a grouchy old man. This is be good to your wife today. Well, that, boy, that didn't go over very good. I'm getting off that. But, but there he is. Now, Job is... Now, that's in chapter 1 and chapter 2. 42 chapters later. Do you hear what I said? Did you know it's a long ways from chapter 1 to chapter 42? Now, we can just flip over and read the back of the book, and we know how it turned out. Job didn't know how it was going to turn out. But one thing he did know, I'm going to climb out of this. I'm climbing out. If you're going to get out of the hole that you're in, you've got to get a climbing spirit. And the Bible said this, and the Lord, oh, I like that, and the Lord turned the captive of Job when he prayed. He turned his enemies. God done it. God said, that's enough. Devil, get off his back. I'm going to take, I'm going to bless him. I'm going to bless. You know what, Colorado Springs? God's wrapping you up a great big old brand new church package right now. Oh, yeah. And the Bible said, so the Lord blessed the latter end of Job's uh, life more than his beginning. The last chapter tells me he got up, he climbed up, he didn't quit, he didn't tap. But some folks will just camp. Just camp. Just camp. And I don't have to go into the story of David and how that David, you know, well, maybe I will. Uh, you know, David came home. Uh, the Bible said David and his men came to the city. Behold, it was burned with fire. Their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voices. And the Bible said they wept until they had no more power to weep. And, and, and the people spake of stoning David. And the Bible said he was greatly distressed. Hey, brother David, you're going to get to show us if you're a climber, a camper, or a quitter. You know what? I don't care. We put tags on everybody. Everybody that I pastor, I got a tag on them. That's right. That's a camper. That's a camper. That's a quitter. That's a climber. That's a climber. That's a camper. That's a quitter. That's a climber. That's a... Everybody's got. You got a tag on you. And you say, well, I'm fixing to change my name. All right, get to climbing. You can change your name. You're so lifeless, you, 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 you'll just lay there. Well, I don't get on that. It said David encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged. He's, what are you doing now, David? I'm climbing out. The Bible said David inquired of the Lord, but he began to seek God. I don't like this hole I'm in. And the Bible said, and, and David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken away from him or carried away. The Bible said he recovered. I'm telling you, friend, you can recover from the shape you got yourself in. I'm here to give you hope this morning. Glory to God. I have watched in the church that I pastor, and I know these other preachers have too, as some people have camped, quit, and climbed. Yeah. That one quit, that one quit, that one camped. I don't know. Something happened to them three years ago, and they just ain't making no progress. 
If you're here today and you don't feel like you're making any progress, the way you make progress, you ain't going to make progress laying there like a big old whatever it is. You've got to get up and sit on your cedar in for just a minute. But don't stay there. And you've got to put this foot and this foot, and you've got to stand up. And you don't just stand there. You, you, you begin to walk. You're making progress. You're a climber now. You can do it if you will, but you've got to have a will. Hey, what are you going to do when you get down and you're out and you're depressed? What are you going to do? You're going to quit? You're going to camp? Or are you going to climb? Huh? What are you going to do when you're rebuked by the pastor? You're going to quit? You're going to camp? Or are you going to climb? Oh, the Apostle Paul was a climber. You can read over there in, in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 11 and verse 24. He talked about being beaten, being stoned, being shipwrecked, being in prison, being beat up, being a false, among false brothers. But you know what? Paul was a climber. If anybody had a reason to quit, he did. I remember one day Howard Avery, the fellow that told me about this climbing, uh, camping and quitting, there was another day. He said, you know, Brother Borden, he said, yard by yard, anything's hard. He said, but I figured it out. Inch by inch, anything's a cinch. There's too many folks trying to take it a yard at a time. You're going to fall. Let's just take it a step at a time. Hey, you can get out of that hole an inch at a time if you will. One day, I asked Brother I.H. Terry, who was 85 at the time, and that was in October of 1997. I asked him, I said, uh, Brother Terry, what do you do to live as long as you have? What have you done to live this long? He said, be happy. And I was waiting for him to tell me something. And that's all he said. Just be happy. Hey, that's enough. We wait for these. Oh, I, I just thought of something I won't talk about. You know what? This business of these. Now, here we go. I wish I wouldn't like I am sometime. But, but. You know what? Somebody set me down one day. And they. Well, they didn't set me down. They, they, they called me and give me a talking to. Said, Brother Morton, you preach all right. And said, it's good. And everybody gets inspired. And said, but all at once right in the middle of something inspirational. You can just go off on a jag and whop, boom, bang, crash, whop. And then you come right back to where you was and just go on. Said, you'd be better if you'd quit that. Well, I'm going to do it one more time. <laughs> I, you see, I think the time to do it it's when you got everybody going. You know, the time, the time to, the time to, you know, when he just standing there with just talking and everything, that's time to whack him. Yeah, I done got him. Now I'm going on. <laughs> yeah. I got him. Oh, yeah. Maybe he needs it again. You know what you remind me of, son? I had a friend who had a daddy. And his daddy had a broke nose. It was bad business. You know why? Because his daddy got in a fight. And he, and he stopped the guy and said, wait just a minute. They went to fight. And he said, I got this sweatshirt on. He said, let me pull this sweatshirt off and we'll finish this. And this guy said, well, okay, go ahead and pull the sweatshirt. He jerked that sweatshirt. When he got it right up over his head, that other guy went, wham! 
Always keep your dukes up. Don't trust a preacher. What's the matter with you? Hey, are you a climber, a camper, or a quitter? Make your mind up. But anyway, back to that jag. One more time, just one more time. Hey, I'm going to tell you, this stuff that's coming into Pentecost, I believe in schools, we have schools. We got Fresno State and City College, and people go there, and I encourage them. That is, some of them, some of them I don't, because some of them don't need to be there. And, and it ain't nothing wrong getting a degree and all that, but don't let your degree get you. Yeah. Don't let your degree get you. And there's, we're, we're, we're turning out some educated fools in Pentecost. Now, I am telling you what. And there's some folks saying, well, uh, you know, my preacher, I need to, I need to get somebody that's got, a, that's got a degree in counseling to counsel with me. This is a bunch of junk, brother. Listen, I know somebody that spent $100 an hour and backslidden lost out with God because they had to have somebody with a degree. That's a, that's a bunch of baloney. Let me tell you something. You ain't going to get nothing no better than you get right here at this pulpit from your pastor. You hear me? Hey, you don't even know it right now. I, I am psychoanalyzing you right now. Yeah, this is God's therapy. This is God's psychiatry. This is the way God planned it. Through preaching and the Word of God and the Spirit of God. And, and some would look at Brother Terry and say, Oh, that old country preacher, that old boy from West Texas. He, no, let me tell you. He had, he, I said, what do you do to live as long? He said, be happy. But see, if, if he had a degree in psychology and it was Professor Ike Terry and uh, you paid him $100 an hour, you would believe that. Oh, the professor told me to be happy. But the old apostolic preacher comes along. How do you live that long? Be happy. And you, oh, I, I don't believe that. Well, go and be sad, you sack. Okay. I'm off my jag now. Hey, but I'm going to tell you, this, this psychology stuff and psychiatry stuff that's coming into Pentecost, I'm telling you what, God's against it and I'm against it. And I get in some places uh, and I preach like this, I don't like their spirit. They don't like mine and I don't like them. So I'll just uh, step on out in the street of Dodge. We'll have a shootout. I'll take the apostolic way. I'll take the Acts 2.38 way. Glory to God. Praise God. Glory to God. It's good to see Sister Judy Waldrop back there. Used to be Judy Christian years ago. She was in the first revival I ever preached when I went... 39 years ago. Now you can figure out how old she is. But it's good to see her here living for God and serving the Lord. It really is. You know how she got here 39 years later? Climbing. Climbing. Praise God. I think folks that stayed in the way and hadn't gotten the way, they ought to be recognized. And Brother Terry said, and he went on to say something. I'm quitting. Don't worry. We're going to climb out of this. Oh, yeah. Because Brother Godair, I can tell him, look at him. He's wanting to go get a big 
bunch of greens and cornbread. <laughs> and, and brother, you know, this is a good word of wisdom Brother Terry gave me. He said, he said, Brother Morton, he said, if you get mad, and I do, at everything that you feel like getting mad at, if you get mad at everything that you feel like getting mad at, he said, you will stay mad all of the time. If you want to live long, he said, don't get mad at everything you feel like getting mad at. He said, be happy. Does that make sense? Woo. Be happy. Hey, I, you know, sometimes we say, I'm a happy camper. No, I'm a happy climber. Let's stand and lift our hands and worship the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's worship the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now let me just drop a little, another little, and I, I'm finishing. In Acts 26 and 2, Brother Paul said, now I'm sort of taking this out, of, but I ain't got time to explain. He was standing before the king, and the apostle Paul said, I think myself happy. I just got through preaching this at home. I think myself happy. Let me tell you, sometimes you've got to think yourself happy. You've got to think your, the Bible said, think on these things. Here the other day, I, 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 boy, I had a lot on my mind. I was walking down the hall of the churches during the day, and I, I was going just like this, walking down that hall, going over to school. I was, I was holding my head, and I met Rodney Garrett, Brother Ron Garrett's uh, nephew, and he's about that big. And I went down through there, and, and all at once, he, he was sort of there in the shadows in that hall. I looked up, and I said, Hi, Rodney. He said, How you doing, Brother Morton? I said, Fine. I, I said, Now, Rodney, the reason I'm doing, I'm just, I'm just thinking, okay? I'm just thinking. I got a lot of, I'm just thinking. And I took a few more steps. He said, well, well Brother Morton, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> some people, if they had a thought in their head, would hurt them down. And that's the reason some of you are in a hole. It's because you ain't thinking. You need to think yourself happy. You need to think yourself out of it. Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap right now. Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, let's worship Him. 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 Come on, praise the Lord. Praise God. Glory to God. I sort of feel like Billy Graham right now. It's decision time. And so folks make a decision to go to hell. No. It's decision. Hey, it's decision time. Are you going to be a climber? A camper? All the campers say amen. I knew I'd catch you. Always efficient. You're going to be a climber, a camper, or a quitter. Everybody say a climber. Everybody say a climber. Hey, you may get hung up there on the side of that cliff, but God knows how to get you down. You don't think about it. Hey, I'm going to tell you, when you're halfway up that thing, 
you don't think about camping there. That'd be miserable. The reason some of you folks are miserable is because you, you're on the side of the mountain and you just camp in there. It's a long way down. You're scared to go up and you're scared to go down. And you sure don't want to say, well, you know, I'm halfway. I think I'll just quit. It's a long way to the bottom. You know what? By the grace of God, I'm going to be a climber. Let's raise our hands and worship. Oh, let's thank God for what we just heard. My.